Hi, Mom. Hi, Megs. Welcome back to our podcast, What's Your Take? We are a mother-daughter duo. And we're discussing all the things. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Mom. How are you? Good. How are you? I've been busy. Yeah. I, you know, there's been so much that's been going on in the past few several months, as we know, in our world. Mm-hmm. But also in my life, and totally. this week you gotta listen to this. I've been here for it. I've been in Alabama. I've been in Minnesota. Okay, and I've been in Pennsylvania. Right, sort of like that teleporting virtual way. Of, I've been attending conferences and working as you know. I have started as a community manager for Counselors for Computing. Yes, with NC Wit. And I love it. I'm we, so glad. I know. Well, NCWIT is a nonprofit, and um, it is a consortium of over a thousand institutions from K twelve to academia and industry that are who are all interested in increasing the meaningful participation of women and other traditionally underrepresented groups in computing. What Counselors for Computing is, is stands for C4C. We call ourselves C4C, Counselors for Computing. And I work with the project, the program director, Angela Cleveland, and with about 50 different counselors from across the country. And we deliver professional development mm-hmm. workshops on how to raise awareness and remove barriers and to teach counselors on how to encourage women and other underrepresented student groups to consider the field of computer science. Why? Because there are huge gaps. There's a huge demand for anyone interested in anything pretty much related to computer science. For women? A huge gap for women. Women and everyone, frankly. Um, But as we know, when we have a diverse group of people working together on Mm -hmm. the same project, different ideas come in when you have different perspectives. and. So how has it been working virtually with this new job? You know, it's amazing. One of the the Alabama conference, we had about 80 participants attending through Zoom. And I know we're all Zoomed out, right? We're We're all all Zoom experts. (laughs) And, you know, there's been some Zoom bloopers along the way. Like what? Well, evidently someone on a break left their audio on and started talking about their next door neighbor and everyone I don't know who was it was. It you? No. I'm not listening to me. Um and then, you know, just different Zoom not just Zoom etiquette, we call it netiquette now. Like the internet. Netiquette. Netiquette. It's a new word, word of the day. Yeah. Well things like Like what's some netiquette okay, that just, you've learned? Just little things. Like if you're at a conference mm-hmm. and you have to do if you have to excuse yourself, you should have a profile picture photo in really? that little square box your name is when there. your video goes on when you mute. go when you say um stop the video yeah. yeah so they can still see your face and because when we have these conferences many people are um obviously unmuting or they're keeping their video on yeah so you can actually see them interacting yeah. i know you've been taking a class with all them. my classes were zoom yeah, yeah. last yeah and and all of you were looking at each other but also when people would leave to say go to the bathroom or sometimes i'd turn my video off or it would go off when i was like whatever when 
no one had a photo. I've never seen that. You definitely should do that. It's a very professional thing. It could be any photo. So they say, oh, that's Maggie. Yeah. Especially sometimes things happen where if the Zoom freezes mm-hmm. up. I never knew this. If the Zoom freezes, yeah. if, you, if you lose internet connection, it's because Zoom, the video part takes up a lot of bandwidth. So if you take your video off, but you're still listening in, then people can still see yeah. your face, not just that black square right. with only your name. Wow. So my advice to all of you out there is get a little, it could be a Bitmoji. It could Ooh, be like a fun, a fun one. It could be anything. Your picture. What's yours? Just, just a photo of me. In. Yeah. Well, look at you with all this netiquette. I know. What else? Uh, well, I just have to say, I am so impressed and inspired by all the counselors that I've been connecting mm-hmm. with across the country, as well as the speakers. Um, when we were in Alabama, we had some podcasters come on. Oh, you told me about this. And I love this podcast. What's called, the name? I will tell you. Sorry. It's called, they're called Modern, the podcast is called Modern Figures. Remember that movie called Hidden, Hidden Figures? I never saw that, but heard great things. Yeah, wonderful things about the, so Modern Figures is a great podcast, and the two podcasters, I want to just kind of give them a great shout out. Uh, Dr. Jeremy Waysom and Dr. Kyla McMullen. And these two women are currently professors. Um, one, I think, she, I believe she's starting at Duke. Um, Waysom is, where is she? University of Florida. And they are black women who have are speaking on their experiences in the computer science world and academia and what it's like to be, to hear their stories and their voices on what it's like to be a black woman um, in the industry. And they are funny, engaging, and I am learning so much about them. You know, they are the voices of black female scholars in computing. So that's my favorite. Yeah. I love their mics. They seem they look like oh, we need some like that. I know. We're we're <laughs> homegrown podcast. I said in the last one, my solo one, I don't know if you've listened to it. I haven't Meg. I've but been, I said I've been it's like I did it a voice memo. It's like we're who knows if we're gonna be the podcasters that have like a whole studio. We're gals on the go. <laughs> I just feel like that's not like, you know, we're always whatever. Their quality is um so, are they on Spotify and Apple Podcasts? Yeah, Modern well, Figures. Modern Figures. Yeah. Check them out. Definitely check them out. What else, What have you been doing lately, Megs? Well, I already talked about this on the solo. Okay, so no. I can go listen to that. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. But just how been... Have you, yeah, just how have I been? Yeah. Oh, wait, how have you been? been? I've been good. Um, trying to stay... Um, Calm, cool, and collected. Yeah, I would say. What are you doing to cope during these challenging? Um, what am I doing to cope? Trying times with COVID, as well as totally protests I, and political unrest. Oh, yeah, well, I, how are you coping? So I do like to stay informed. Yes, but this could be a hot take. But I think is hot take the right word? I don't know what hot take means, but like go kind ahead of and tell like me a what... wild. I'm not a wild thing to say. Just kind of like maybe people are going to disagree with me on this one. Okay. But I feel like sometimes me reading the news all the time is really not helpful. I think sometimes we need to decompress. Yes. From- and any sort of media, whether it's social media or 
CNN or news sources, I just feel that just coping. I just feel, yes, it is important to stay informed, but I also do realize that the media is a business that they profit off of. So I think it's getting, you know, reading articles from all sources and kind of gathering your own opinion. That's how I like to cope because, or sometimes I just go read a book. You know what? That's fine. And I, I, it's a balance, isn't it? We yeah. need to stay informed. Totally. We need to stay current on issues. Yeah. We need to stay healthy. We totally. need to make good choices and make good decisions. But we also need to sometimes unplug and decompress. Absolutely. You what know, are you reading right now? Well, I am reading. Um, I am reading. Interrupting racism. Equity and Social Justice in School Counseling. I love it. It's written by Rebecca Atkins and Alicia Oglesby. Love that. I want to say the podcaster um, who was on before, she also wrote a book, the one I was referring to, uh, Dr. Kayla McMullen. Mm -hmm. She wrote a book, and I love her title. The title of her book, it's called Unapologetically Dope. And like that Love title that. is fantastic. So yeah. that's on my list to purchase. But anyway, I'm huh. reading I'm reading Interrupting Racism because racism, super relevant in these times. Totally. How school counselors can um, promote equity and social justice in their yeah. schools. Everyone should really read this book. Anyone who's an advocate, and I'm also going to have it. Spoiler, as a required reading for a class I'm teaching in the fall, the class at Northern Vermont University yes. is on social and cultural perspectives wow. in counseling. So that's a required so spoiler, reading. Spoiler, all those who are taking spoiler, my class. Spoiler, anyone, any of uh, your future students yeah. listening. Don't worry, there's only about 160 pages. Yeah, it's a small little book. Chock full of great resources. I love that. We can put that on our Instagram for people to yes, see the cover. I know. Um. I was going to go back to now you're saying Northern Vermont University. Yeah. So how are you going to juggle the two jobs? Well, like I, I don't have any doubts in you, but can you explain to people well, the new? Yeah. And, and so when I, um, I've been with NC, with NC4C since 2016. And mm-hmm. so this new role I have, this role I have, Angela Cleveland, you know, I already ran it by her. I said, look, I will be teaching in the fall. I think the two go hand in hand roles. I don't really call them jobs because they're both, my passions and they are very much intertwined. And mm-hmm. so I, but this is our busy time, obviously with NC Wit and C4C, but it's actually going to continue. I'm super excited. We're doing a project with the national math uh, science Institute where I'm going to be working with counselors in Texas throughout the whole year, running some yeah. virtual professional development through zoom. I love how you are continuing your passion of counseling, even though you have retired as a high school counselor. Yes. I love how you have found your is niche. Th- yeah, yeah niche. that's a great you word. Found your niche. Great word. Hey, shout out another thing. Another to word. you and what? to me, I guess. Oh no, <laughs> we get to edit this part out. But um, someone reached out to me on Facebook saying, "Hey, oh, I love yeah. your podcast. Can we?" She and her sister want to start a podcast. Too. Oh yes, yeah, so we're gonna do a little FaceTime with. Them. I would love to do that. Yes. It's fun because it's just kind of like a journey. We go it's through a together. Full journey. And yeah. you I like to listen to other podcasts as you do. Yeah. And I think ours is fun to listen to. I think it I'd like to think we're fun. Yeah. So coping. Okay. What if what else have you been doing to cope? Cope mentally? Um 
working out, you know, going on a walk, a bike ride. Um, so yeah, I bike talked riding. about this on that bike riding has been good. We have a very pretty trail over here. Yes. Um, I've just kind of, my motto these days is finding the calm and the chaos. Yeah. So where there is chaos, there's a little bit of calmness or finding it. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh no, I think that's good. How have you been coping? You know, Maggie, on my bucket list, um, has been to do another sort of walk hike mm-hmm. sort of thing this summer. And obviously travel has been put at a standstill pretty much. And I was really interested in walking the Camino trail, which is, it couldn't be anywhere from five to 30 days. And where is the Camino trail? The Camino trail? trail, there's two different trails. Um, the Santiago de Camino, I think is what it's called. I can look it up. Um, and obviously couldn't do that. I have to say, we've had all three of you at home. I know I'm going off on a bit of a tangent. Totally fine. But March, whatever, 17th, 16th, 17th, both Charles and Max came home. Yeah. And then you moved back in. And it's been a gift for our family to have all of us together again because you're all adults. You're all independent. We're all doing our own things. And we've all had our ups and downs. Our house is not a large house. No. But we've all found our corners when we got, we would get stressed. We, we really worked well together. And of course everyone's really pitched in. I made everyone make, sign up to make meals. You know, Max and has painted the outside of our house, which was super helpful. You know, just different active puzzles, um, all sorts of things. So the coping thing with COVID has been what every family and every individual's had to kind of totally. Yeah. But I also going back to our family being in this under the same hat or under the same roof. Yeah. Um, that roof is yeah, kind of all do our independent things. Yeah. Like there's no strict schedule, you know. I go on a bike ride. I don't really have to tell anyone. It's just kind of dinner as eat when you want. Yeah. It's just that's been helpful. Yeah. It has been stressful at times when I've had some of my Zoom meetings or, or big conference meetings. And, you know, I think you weren't even here at the time, but I used your room and I needed a chair to sit on and I needed my foot propped up onto something. So I, right. I would pull out the bottom drawer yeah. of the dresser and just prop my foot. Yeah, been <laughs> it's there. like so hard. But anyway, getting back to the Camino Trail, the Camino de Santiago, it is a hike and it's a life-changing spiritual trip. Well, obviously I couldn't do that during these times. So instead, I've been doing a lot of walking. As you know, I think I walk about five miles a day, which I think is a lot. Five miles a day is great. I think it is. And so I've been walking on the, Mar- the Mary Carter Trail or the South Platte Park you know, yeah. bike path trail. And I've been approaching that as my journey. Like every day I'm just doing a spiritual journey yeah. here in the Littleton, Colorado region to just take a break from whatever Zoom work, meeting work yeah. I have with C4C or, um, you know, connecting with counselors. And I can't even call it work, Maggie. I just love the connection I'm developing with um, with other counselors from across the I country. love that. They say if you feel, if you love your job, then you never work it's a day in your life. Yeah. So but, in, the, in the fall, back to Northern Vermont, we, Dan and I will be going out there in August and I will be teaching graduate school counselors. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I think COVID has... Oh, can I share one more thing? Totally. I wasn't going to say anything, but... Oh, go ahead. You say it. Well, don't forget your train of thought. Okay. Do you want to go first? All that. No, but NC with, um, in May or 
June. May had a um, Conversations for Change series that went on with amazing speakers and webinars and people from all over the world would listen in to a variety of voices on how we can look at change in the world, whether it's with computer science and industry. One, our, the final speaker was Jane Goodall. And Jane Goodall is probably in her mid-80s. And she's renowned for working with chimpanzees. And I really appreciated what she, I appreciated many things she said in that Conversations for Change series. And I know any of our listeners can actually go online to NC Witten and still find her YouTube clip. But she said, we as humans, we are adapting. What Her work with chimpanzees is reading facial expressions. Mm-hmm. It was how she communicated with chimpanzees. Interesting. And now that was part of it. Yeah. But now with Zoom, we have this barrier. Yeah. But we're still able. You're still able to see someone's expression. I think we're changing and how we interact. Well, we have to. We have to adapt. And I'm so proud of all the work I've been doing with other counselors across the country the past few weeks where through our Zoom, we're still connecting and we're still engaging and we can we still feel the emotion of each other and through a computer. Like, I who agree. would have thought? Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. <laughs> no, I totally feel that. But I was just thinking when you said that. Back to my last thought of you on the walk. Yeah. Charles and I the other day drove by, like not the other day, a few weeks ago, when you were walking <laughs> And then we said hi to you. We stopped, talked, and then kept so driving. Nice. So nice. <laughs> it was like the beginning of your walk. But then we realized you aren't wearing headphones. Like, you truly just stroll. Like, five miles without headphones for me on a walk or a workout would be misery. I think, yeah, my head is just, my mind is spinning. Totally. You've been, like, yeah, like, I, in yeah. the virtual zone the whole day. The last thing you want to do is... Yeah. But for me, I like to listen to a song yeah. or listen to a podcast. But we were like, that is a gift to just be strolling. An hour and a half of walking with no headphones. Do you even bring your phone? No. That is beautiful. Yeah. I, I think it's a little bit meditative as well as decompressing from any work or conversations I've had with anyone yeah. during that day or that week. And it's, it's a way to recharge. And and that's how I think I say I get some great ideas when I'm just solo walking and yeah. not getting distracted with music. Nature, what'd you call it that one time? Nature Forest bathing. Forest bathing. Nature bathing, whatever. Nature bathing. You know what I love on those walks too, Maggie? What do you love? It's over here, right? You know, walking distance from our, our house, we just walk mm-hmm. right out and it's along the Platte, the South Platte Park where there's a beautiful reservoir. We've spotted eagles and a falcon once I spotted with a friend. and But I love seeing people out there, of course, biking, walking, fishing. And then lately people have been getting inner tubes and tubing down the plat. Um, that, that's paddle boarding. Is that what it's called, the stand-up thing? Yeah, paddle boarding. That's so they do that on crazy. the river? No, not there, but I've been noticing a lot of pictures. People are doing that. Yeah, people now. love that. It's well. Fun the time to do it no one has anything to do but i you say you like seeing people on the path lately i've had some terrible experiences with people on the path why i was listening to my headphones going on my bike ride and some guy passes me apparently he was probably saying on your left 
May I add, there was plenty of room. That trail is big. It's a big trail. Like, even if you have to cut over to pass someone on your left to the walking side and no one's there, all good. And he kind of, like, motioned me to, like, stop listening to my music and, like, stay on the right. And it's like, dude, chill. I know. Everyone's Like, there's stressed. some people. Yeah, but it's like, you can't be going that fast no. on a bike path, too, and just expect people to cater to you. Yeah. And then there was another thing, but I can't think of it right now. But I just feel that sometimes, and it's those bikers that... And I'm, I ride my bike, so I'm not really like... Yeah, but you're kind of like the Mary Poppins casual... Yeah, I'm not wearing, wearing like a helmet, which is bad. <gasps> yeah. And I those, shouldn't say those that. Those fast bike bikers, they sometimes go too fast because it is a path yeah. that's designed for families. They're strollers. Totally. And especially where we live is probably where they pick it up and it's more family-oriented. I'm sure there's paths... Part of it that connects in Colorado that's maybe more serious. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm just like... I just get irritated by them and I try not to let it affect my workout. But when someone motions to me and it's kind of rude, it's like, dude, go on a bike at the gym. Yeah. Which who knows what they're open. (laughs) Anyway, there's my rant. You're like, I've had such a pleasant experience and it's like, really? Well, I have had some nightmare people. I think it's important to get outside and get in the environment, no matter go for a walk. And I think the other piece that I'm, I know it's important to wear masks. We've had, Lots of different viewpoints on that since March, haven't we, Maggie, in the news? Like, yeah. first they don't work, then they do work. Overall, I think it's important to wear masks when you're around other people, no doubt. Yeah. But the piece that makes me sad is not seeing people's facial expressions. Totally. So we did see, the Concerts for Computing, we did see um, clear clear masks, so you can still see someone's... Well, it's important. No, it's for, true. If you have to read lips, or if you're hearing impaired, you need to be able to read lips. Yeah. But also seeing someone smile. How does someone hearing impaired even? That's so crazy. Well, they because they depend on reading. I know, but right now with masks, they, it's hard, challenging. Yeah. So I wonder if those clear masks are masks are going to become a thing, a especially trend. in schools or totally. And like, I wonder. I miss that part. I mean, I get yeah. the safety. I guess no. I think that's a thing. We all get it, and it's like an unfortunate thing we're all going through. To be honest, but yeah, I think we all just miss how it used to be. You know, I also was thinking maybe with this pandemic, maybe everything was just too much. Maybe we did have too much materialism yeah. going on. You know, why is it that we have a gigantic mall? three miles west of where we live and then another gigantic mall five yeah. miles east and then another gigantic outlet mall seven miles south yeah all the same stores like maybe it is was just too much for some industries maybe you know yeah maybe we really had to do a reset overall totally and we still are yeah and i think we're but what i like we're adapting we're and adapting. i'm really proud of all three of you kids coming home because i know Millennials don't necessarily want to move back home with their parents for but you guys it's been really well, mine's, fun yeah, it's very you. temporary. I it's moved into my new place a month from today. Oh no, it's temporary. Oh, a month three years ago. Yeah. Anyway, right. but it's been well, great. We've been having fun. And so we've it's had, really your house is very relaxing and oh. um I love the backyard. Yeah. I just you. it's a good place. We haven't had as much rain as we usually do. I feel like yeah. things are dry. But we did have our power out for five hours the other day. I know. It's crazy. Um, okay, well, let's just kind of switch gears. Yeah, because we have a guest. Shall we? We have a guest I'm today so on the podcast. And this is someone that is one of my best friends. 
but he is also someone that I know is going to be great. JC Queen, um, how would we even... He's going to talk more about what he does, but he is stylist in LA currently, a fashion stylist. So he will talk more about that. I think JC has 5 million friends. He just strikes me as someone who has 5 million, not 5 million friends, 5 million best friends. Yeah, he's (laughs) great. I feel very lucky to to be his friend and he is great too. Well done. So, yeah. Um, so, without further ado, let's get into the interview. We are so, so excited. JC, <laughs> we're supposed to be with you live. We're are supposed to be with you live. I just love, yeah, we're recording now, but yeah, you know, I love that outfit. That, that shirt is, what do you, I mean, it's a combination short sleeve, jacket, shirt, right? It's, it's very versatile. Yes, and it's a true, what I would call an all in one. Oh. It's one of my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like my favorite favorite head, my, my favorite shampoo, which is not sponsoring this event, Head and Shoulders. <laughs> um, so, so yes, back to your question about my my shirt jacket. Um, it is. It's a short sleeve shirt that I like to leave open. I, I definitely get the bigger size because I find that it's fun to have a little more room. And it allows more room for fun, if you know what I mean. <laughs> There's a lot of... <laughs> So if you, so when I go in and order an XXL, it's okay because I want to have a lot more room for a lot more fun. Well, the person who's packing it and going to send it to your house probably like this lady's a blast. <laughs> I love this attitude. So JC, we wanted to know. So how have you been? It's been it's been a roller coaster. It's been like. And we're talking more about quarantine 2020 specifically, right? You just talk about whatever you want. Your teeth look fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's a lot of... It's like I've been using all types of whiteners on my teeth. Um, I even was potentially going to drink and chug Clorox, as Donald Trump said, just to make them whiter. Um, <laughs> then I found out that that was not real. So I was like, dang it. I guess I'm going to settle with the teeth that I have. <laughs> so just now, what do you do with all those Clorox? Bottles now, um, yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do with all the Clorox? Sell them on eBay. I wash my body with it, trying to get extra clean. You know, I don't want to get COVID. Well, your shirt looks rather white as well. You're so like you're probably washing with the Clorox. Good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, what? How have you been? You were, Let's like during like I was kind of thinking, like, <laughs> where were you? you? Do you remember when where you were when you first heard that? whatever your city or it was going to shut down or quarantine or maybe work sent everyone home. What, where were you? So I was at work when it started happening and I, I currently work for Nordstrom here in Los Angeles and it just got a little slower and slower. And I remember hearing about it. I mean, we, of course we heard about it across the pond, but you know, we thought we were kind of numb or I miss immune to getting it here in the United States for a while. And then it kind of started off everything. Everybody thought, Oh, well, it's like a flu. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. And I thought the same thing. And then as the story developed, it developed pretty quickly within like two weeks. If that maybe like 10 days, um, we all went into quarantine and I honestly, I hope nobody from Nordstrom ever will listen to this, but I was looking forward to it. I just, I needed a break from 
I love styling and I love doing it, but everybody needs a little bit of a vacation. I just didn't know it was going to be this long. So I don't consider it a vacation any longer, but you know, during that time I thought, Oh, like a couple weeks off would be nice, you know, just get some like a reset mentally and, and be healthy and safe. Um, but yeah, that's where I was when it first started. Yeah. So have you, Oh, did you want to ask a question? Yeah. Question. And you don't have to answer this, but did Nordstrom pay you for your time off? A little bit, but then, you know, over time, just like any business, we had to go, um, we had, we had to get unemployment, so I got unemployment. Nordstrom is commission, and for anyone listening, JC and I met at Nordstrom. Yeah, and I met JC, you know, JC, I miss going in to visit with you and Maggie when, you know, frankly, I wasn't really interested in buying anything, I just wanted to see you guys. (laughs) Thank you for your honesty. I know. But JC and I, towards the end, weren't really allowed to, like... Work together? Oh. <laughs> no, they kept like a, an electrical gate between us, and we were getting zapped left and right. Let me tell you, we were taking our chances. And then lunch breaks <laughs> would occur, and I'm like, "Any chance I can go to lunch at noon?" And all the girls are like, "Why?" I'm like, "Well, I just want to go chasing." <laughs> <laughs> it was just so cute. I, I I loved when your mom would come in though, because you, your laugh. <laughs> is so contagious and you're so sweet and you're just like this little button that I wish I could just like put all into my pocket but I carry I carry my car keys and wallet it would just be a mess and it would not be comfortable so uh, with back to Nordstrom I want to ask about Nordstrom like are you going into a store now or are you working online tell me about what your how your work has changed yeah so I started styling over the phone and trying to help people like that. Mm. But it it was so weird when it first started, it was just kind of frowned upon in my mind. And I wanted to be very sensitive to everybody in the situation. I kind of just laid back a little bit and just made sure that all my clients were happy, taken care of in just life. And because most importantly, what's really been a blessing about this job is that, um, I've had the ability to make these really amazing relationships with these individuals. It has, it's been past the fact that it's very personal. Obviously they've, they've invited me to their homes and I've styled them to head to toe. It's now like we've developed a really strong bond. So to me, I, I put aside our professional relationship and busted out the, the personal. And so just make sure that they were okay. And then as it, you know, fast forward to four months now today, they invited me to start working back in the store and they're just taking it day by day. It's just one of those situations where you just can only watch and see what happens. It's a little slow in the store, and it's definitely a different dynamic. But like I said, it was just every single day is kind of a day to figure out what to do properly. Yeah. You know? Totally. It's all about adapting. You know, I really yeah. appreciate that you were just checking in with your clients and seeing how they were doing. You know, how sweet is that? It's just like their well, mental health, you know? Here's a little button going into his pocket. Well, I think I remember some of the earlier emails, like as a school counselor, we'd always start like, like, hi, JC, I hope all is well with you, you know, whatever, with you and your family, or hope, hope you're holding up okay. Like, that was how we all started out, all of our emails. Now we don't do that anymore. Now we're just like, hey, what's up, you know? Yeah. But in the beginning, it was like, hey, how are you doing? Hey, how hey, are how you? How are you, really? Um, do you have to wear a mask at work? Ooh. I do. Do you is wear a Dior mask? Is it fashionable? <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't call it either one of those. 
unfortunately it's not a very nice mask and it gets really loose starts draping and everything and like it's it's not my favorite i'm i'm still in search for you know this season's best mask i mean it less fashionably i mean it more like practically because it's it's just i i haven't found one that i could i think it's i think everybody's mask they can't really breathe you know, beautifully in. Yeah. But it was, it's one thing to walk into Trader Joe's or just the grocery store and wear a mask for a minute and walk out and go to your car and yeah. just like, you know, take it off. But standing straight for six hours, five hours straight and wearing a mask is, I'm like, I, it, it gives me appreciation for those people who are essential workers that have to wear it all day. I know. Like at the grocery store. Yeah. yeah. Nurses, doctors, all that. Yeah. It's just a lot. I, I remember reading early on a story of a little boy who, before COVID, he had to wear a mask all the time, and he would get teased and picked on and bullied. And then now everyone's going to wear masks, and, he, and he's like, now he's yeah, like doing the club. He's like the leader. But it's like, oh, how sad that he was getting because of his health issues. Now, JC, there's some clear masks you can buy. Have you ever seen those? Really? Now you have to be careful. Like they don't, you don't want to suffocate. Like they're like kind oh, of really? plasticky. But we, we missed kind this. Of like saran wrap around. No, they're not quite like that. Like there's a there's like a little bit of a chin rest, so you can breathe down. Just get the saran wrap yeah. in the kitchen. No, we were researching it this week, like so we can see everyone smile or read yeah. lips. You know, just being able to read people's lips is important. Yeah, no, it's definitely true. I'm sure people who are deaf, it's been hard for them to like actually been able to. But the thing is, is that we've cut communication down so much between you know strangers and outside world that I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, it, it is a tough time though. Yeah, totally. In that sense. I well, think, I but, love seeing you today virtually. I know. And I think what you've been doing with your customers, your clients in the fashion world, you know, the telehealth industry where there's doctors and nurses and therapists and others who are still meeting with their clients through yeah. FaceTime. And isn't it amazing? Like we, I was talking to Maggie earlier, like we are adapting to it. I mean, we, it's not the same. It's not what we prefer, but it's better than not at all, right? And to still totally see true. Mm-hmm. people's facial expressions and hear totally. the tone of their voices and combined, it's um, it's crazy. Yeah. So it I'm can, glad that you're doing that with your clients. It could be worse for sure, and I'm grateful that we're fortunate that we have technology and we have other ways of communicating, you know, besides like writing letters or something like that. And it was, it was fun at the beginning. Uh, a few friends of ours, of mine, we went on to zoom and we had like five or six guys on there and we played a game and shared the screen. And so we played a game through zoom and it was fun. It was almost like we were together and it was actually another way of, it was fun. It was different. Yeah. I liked it. Well, people also say like they I feel like maybe now it's a little less because everyone's, like, been in this for a while. But when quarantine first happened, people were, like, connecting with people they haven't in a while. Yeah. You know, because everyone's home. Everyone yeah. can get on a Zoom call. Like, no one's doing anything. But And, and, I, yeah, and I think people just checking in. Like, are you doing okay? Are you feeling okay? Yeah. Are you well? Are you, do you have are you the... sick? You know. So now, so you're in L.A., right? I don't know LA at all, but is it like north of this, you know, east, west? Are you, is there a suburb? Are you like right in LA or what? Oh, are you, do you live I, in the Hollywood I, side? Are you, in, or? are you in Hollywood? <laughs> I felt a little bit of pressure at the beginning of your question because I was like, oh crap, if this girl's going to try to like be a geographic like <laughs> test on me, I'm screwed. Oh no. I know where I'm at currently. Okay. I'm at Marina Del Rey. 
Okay. What's your address? Just kidding. <laughs> no. So I, I live um, what they call West Los Angeles. West Los and Angeles. That, and that's like closer to the beach where like Santa nice. Monica, uh, Venice, okay. and I'm in Marina Del Rey. Okay. So I'm next to Venice, which is, I'm like eight blocks away from the beach. It's really wonderful. Nice. Nice weather. It's beautiful weather. Well, Max is in LA now. Maggie's brother. I heard he's here for a month, right? Yeah. (laughs) My son. And I was like, you guys should hang. I know you should. But I feel like I would want to be there. I know. And I would too. So you guys cannot hang out (laughs) until we get there. Well, that changed within 10 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) You have to wait till we get there. Before you you guys out. are like, hang, don't hang, hang, don't hang. If you hang, I'll be pissed. But if you don't hang, I'll be very upset. Do you want to hang with him or not? I don't know. We don't want to know. We've never met. You're missing out thing. Um, FMO. FMO? FOMO. F-O-M-O. Um, so, <laughs> all right. Let's take it. Where are we going to go from here? Uh, uh, can I ask a fashion question still? Are we Please. Can we still say two questions? It's a two-part question. Part number one. Two first. Okay, so I'm doing a lot of Zoom conferences now, and I want to spruce up my fashion game through Zoom. I get to be asked this question. Okay, continue. Do I spruce up? Spruce is, spruce is a wonderful word. Continue. It's like an old-fashioned word. Well, and I'm also thinking of it as like, I just want to get jazzed up for my gal pals. We can, like, 1950s here I come. <laughs> okay, so you want so you want some advice on like what to wear to a Zoom meeting? In a Zoom meeting, yeah. How can I stand out? <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing: you can go so many different directions. <laughs> if you want to stand out, especially if you want avant-garde, if you want a big hat, you can look like Carmela Deville. You can change your hair color. Like, there's so many different routes. No, I mean honestly. It's such a tough time with that. I, I, I somebody did kind of ask me like, oh, what, what, what does a guy ask me? What does one wear? And I'm like, a nice polo, a nice button down. I mean, I think sprucing up on a Zoom call is pretty hard to accomplish. I, I mean, I would stick to the status quo or stick to like what you know, maybe with like what's in your closet that looks dressy. Like your shirt you're wearing now is good. No, I just um, want to, it's like, that's how you're woke. She's so cute. <laughs> I just want to put her in my, my pocket. This is JC and I, whenever we hang out, it's oh just laughter. Gosh, so I'm crying. Um, where was Can I? Can I ask the part two question now? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Megan, I know you have a question, but mama's got part two, so you better be. <laughs> She's too slow. Right if you're this lit. is like a fast-paced podcast, you yeah. know? We don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we well, we did. Well, we interviewed someone um, earlier about sustainable sustainability in fashion. What what does that mean to you? Like, does it mean anything? And if not, totally fine. That I'm glad you're asking me that. It's hard to answer because it's a hard thing to simply accomplish. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. Uh, just because of textiles, materials, there's always a new, evolving way to. Yeah create something new and sometimes that requires unfortunately a lot of water usage or I, I, I don't I don't really know how that world works I love the idea of it and I would love to somehow be involved and I wish some of my favorite fashion houses were a part of it so that I feel like I was contributing to it because unfortunately when I'm buying a garment I don't feel bad about what happens to the environment for it to get there because and, and it's sad but we're selfish and we're doing things and we're going on you know but I, I do appreciate those who 
bring it to my attention. Like you guys are right now, I'm probably going to leave this call and like burn all my clothes. <laughs> no, don't do that. Because <laughs> also, I know I'm joking. No, I wouldn't yeah, well, no. yeah, except for, no. don't forget no, you but, spruced up items. But there's, and, and again, <laughs> like I think. Be more mindful. Yeah. Well, the thing, so one thing with this COVID and all that, with, you know, everything with, we don't want the shame, you know, no shaming. No shaming. You know, we're just having honest comfort because there's been shaming with, do you wear a mask? Do you not wear a mask? You know, do you social distance? Do you not? Do you go to large? So, you well, know, so, could, I could do a whole episode yeah, on COVID shaming. Shame. No, no I'm shame. not even going to get there. But anyway, I just, um, you know, people feel so good when they walk into the store. The smell of Nordstrom, I still have it, like, implanted in my memory. It's a wonderful it is a good smell. Smell, and it, and and you feel good walking in and seeing all this merchandise and trying, and you leave. It's therapeutic. Totally. Can I go back okay, to my question? Sorry. Your turn. Uh, <laughs> okay, go um, wait. It, d- describe your exact job title. Oh. What you do, like what an everyday looks like, and where you see your career going. Ooh. This is three okay. parts. This is a one, two, three, one, go. No, I'm kidding. What's your typical day like? Yeah. So at Nordstrom, I'm a personal stylist there. Ooh. On the outside, I'm still styling, but I'm styling clients through word of mouth, through mm-hmm. people who worked with me. I did their closet and all those other things, and, and they communicate with each other and pass on my number, and then I go to their house and, and, and kind of build an image for what I think that they want brainstorm ideas and not, work your magic we'll kind of kind of like create an image but it's more of just making you more comfortable in your skin and finding that identity that you've been totally. searching for when it comes to like the outside of your body you know what i mean because inside is just as important sometimes as the outside oh, yeah sometimes though it depends but when it comes to the professionalism or just just i mean because for me i'll just say right now that that's how i identify really well with myself is through the clothes that I wear yeah. because it makes me feel and move differently. Oh, but yeah. so that's what I do on a, a daily basis. Um, during quarantine, I was still helping clients, getting them dressed, sending them stuff in the mail, text messaging them. It wasn't as like hardcore and consistent. Um, so I was like working on, uh, redecorating and shopping because there's so many good sales going on right now at other retailers and online stores that I was like kind of re I'm always constantly searching for a way to rebrand myself. And, you know, I may not be like as active on Instagram, but in the real world, in my mind, I live in like this other world <laughs> that I'm constantly needing to reinvent myself. But I, I think it's just exciting for me. It's kind of a way to constantly figure out what, else can I do with fashion and with myself? I've, I've, cause it's just, your body's a mannequin. Your body's like a little, a little model that you just throw clothes on. And then, yeah, isn't that true? I also <clears throat> love the way you style. Like you don't style every single person the same. Yeah. Which I think yeah. with some stylists, especially me, me seeing at Nordstrom is they stick to a, like you, you definitely have a brand to your style if that makes sure. sense, like how you style women, but it's not like you style my mom and I the same. No. You know, like and you the go off their personality and you go yeah. off like and what their work life or their what body their type. And, yeah. Their, yeah. their needs. And it's a gift yeah. that you have. Nice. So it's important that, you know, I, I find out the person and who they are. And that's kind of the first thing I do is like, what do you do every single day? How? And, and, and I think also like when they're saying what they do, I'm thinking, 
while they're talking about it, functionality, how it's going to be able to move throughout their day. If they're a blogger, so they don't mind that for me to put them in some more constricting or less comfortable fabrications, whereas somebody who's a runaround mom or a runaround father, he's doing things and doing activities all day. They need to be comfortable, but they want to look good. Or if they have clients, they have to go to dinner. If they're a doctor and they have, you know, so there's so many different walks of life. And then it may be the same as the next person, but then stick on that, the personality and body types. There's so many different types of people. It's just very exciting because it's honestly and strangely something new all the time. Totally. Well, it's like, you know, you don't get the same person all the time, so you can... And I feel like people's styles, style has evolved. Like, I've seen with some of your customers that I know, too, you've, like, kind of gotten them out of their comfort zone with style in a mm-hmm. in an easier way. Yeah. Not, like, right away you're like, let me sure. put you in this insane outfit. But then yeah. eventually, in, like, a year, they're wearing stuff that they, like, would have never thought... Because they, like, grow with the confidence of it. Yeah. And also and also just the price point, too, because, like, some people are a little nervous about certain price points. Uh, sorry, by the way, I, I know you were going to talk, just wanted to say that, but um, I have noticed that people get comfortable with price points because they see the art behind some of these garments that cost more, and the brain and the teams and the creative that goes behind one shirt that costs 750 or 900 people started to slowly adjust to that and they're like, oh wait, that makes more sense. I see what you mean. Yeah. And like how it makes yeah. them feel most importantly. Yeah. Because what I do is, like I said, I work on the outside and sometimes when you feel so good about your outside, oh. it can go inward. You, you're like, oh my God, I feel so good about myself. Yeah. I feel beautiful. And you're just nicer to people. It's just such a transition and it's, it's like a, a quick effect. Yeah, Isn't it amazing? I mean, you probably see people transform in front of you. And I would always yes. ask about you, JC, is that I've seen you in action with other the customers when you're in your honest and a caring, supportive way. Like, you know what? I think that jacket would be better. Not that one. Like if you felt yeah. like you got a sense like, no, that's not quite what I think this one would work better for you. And that honesty is super important too. Totally. Think? I I, yeah, absolutely. And I think if you're in one of my appointments too, what's really fun is that I have such an enthusiast. I, I just, I love what I do and I love fashion so much that once I start talking about it and people kind of jump on board with it, I heard I have a very convincing tone. And I think it's just because I talk a lot and after a while they're probably like, shut up, we're just going to agree with whatever he says. <laughs> but I think also they're just like, oh wow, this guy is like high off this fashion thing and we need to like get involved. But I know I, it's what I do when I lay in bed at night, it's what I wake up in the morning to. Obviously, before this COVID thing, it was far more active as far as what creative people were doing and fashion week and, st- and, and street style. And so those things I would just take in and it would inspire me in so many ways to then translate it onto a client. Um, whether it's in Nordstrom or outside Nordstrom, yeah. it, just, it, it just inspired me in those ways. So I have a question about fashion week and other big events. So are there things usually that happen throughout the year that in the fashion industry you look forward to? Hmm, um, okay, you know, you've always wanted to go to New York for some kind of, was it like called Fashion Week? Fashion Week or something like that. New York and fashion. now because of COVID, are some things are probably at a standstill? Or are they providing alternatives such as an online Fashion Week? Is that It's not till the fall. It's not till the fall? But, okay. But here's the thing is like a lot of fashion houses are closed right now because of COVID. So there's no way to make these garments unless they're, you know, delivering sewing machines and such at oh. their homes. But it's such, I've, 
based on documentaries, because I've never worked at a fashion house and I don't know how this necessarily works, mm-hmm. but um, I can imagine it's such a team effort that yeah. it's pretty hard to make a collection virtually. But I mean, these are creative people. So yeah. you just never know what could be presented and I'm always interested. And that's what, I'm not going to keep on rambling about this, but I do want to say really quick because I want you to know that Nordstrom's not the end all be all for me. And I feel like I need to get, I, not that I need to get out soon, but I have a hunger to see what else is out there. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm here in LA. So I think eventually I want to be a part of that. I want to see what these designers think and talk about and what they articulate and what they say and explore their mind and maybe even be a part of it because I have so much creativity in me that I want to contribute to that somehow. So it's just kind of figuring out and finding my way to that because Nordstrom at one point was kind of the business that catapulted me into the fashion world and and helped me realize that I have a passion for it. Yeah. But, you know, we're constantly evolving and it's been a great experience and I've loved it and they treat me so nicely they've been just such an amazing company to work yeah, for they really are a great company but no they really are really really wonderful but i am i mean i i just i'm not a person that's what's to stand still no i've yeah. gained a lot of experience and yeah I, I, i've been working on little stuff here and there on the outside so it's been nice. kind of nice to just get involved with that well it looks sounds like you're in the right place for that too so that's kind of like your five-year three-year two-year vision of just kind of getting into the a bigger level of fashion and kind of being behind the scenes, like the creative designing side of fashion. That's what I'm hearing. I think, I think within this year, obviously dependent on COVID, uh, if, if we find a vaccine and we can get out there and we can start going back to a little bit of normalcy, I, I'm kind of, I'm on that fast track now. I am newly single. I'm definitely kind of just more in this mindset that I want to, go 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 and I'm ready to like make things happen nice. for myself so I love it we'll see what happens Good. I'm so excited for you I know thank you I also you have such a magnetic personality that I think good things are always just going to yeah. come to you and yeah. good people and before yeah. this we did a little intro for you and you said that you have my mom is like JC has like five million best friends. Yeah, like versus like Aww. Maggie's like JC's my best one. friend. Maggie's like JC's my best friend. I'm like, well, no, he's my best friend. And like, wait, JC is like the kind of person has five million friends. Yeah. They're like, no, he has five million best friends. Now I'm mad at all the other best friends. Okay, well, I'm number one. <laughs> it's it's so crazy to you know you're telling me this right now, and a lot of my friends tell me this too. And what's been such a blessing is, and why. Every day when somebody text messages me or calls me or reaches out, I'm just in that moment so grateful that I even have a friend, even if it's just one, because I remember what it was like in middle school, elementary, middle school, and even the beginning of high school where I just didn't have that. And I used to pray at night. It sounds really lame, but I used to pray at night that I would even have, I would be in popular part of the popular group and popular crowd because that was just what I thought was like socially acceptable it's just how you'll be happier and then I just I don't know over the over time I just started to learn people and sit down and have a conversation and I've just invested a lot of my time in people and then a lot of people have invested their time in myself and so I really lucked out in that sense that I have a lot of there's a lot of angels watching over me and there's a lot of people who are I don't know just really nice that I've encountered well you're also a great friend 
you know, to like other people. to have great friends means you have to be a great friend as well, I believe. And like you and I, even though we're not in the same city anymore, I feel like our friendship has not even dwindled a bit. Yeah. Not at all. You know, I think what when you help that person find that amazing, comfortable jacket or sweater and they feel they walk out of the store feeling great that's what it's like when we talk to you jc you make us feel better just by oh. that's what you do with everyone like you really don't little you think button. i know my little button thing i'm gonna on the back no it's true whatever that no, is but, um, so <laughs> okay so we, well, we want to talk about coping well fun oh, things okay. like are you reading anything watching you know any netflix series whatever but how are you coping <laughs> with stress what is what are your mechanisms is that fair that I asked yeah, that now? Okay, wait. Okay. You just kind of threw a lot of things. And how do you cope? JC, remember, <laughs> this is a tangent. Remember that one time I was t- telling you about, I would say five different things at once. And you're like, let me, okay, <laughs> now we're here at this story. And then you're like, let me close. Okay, we're done with that one. Let me open up I this. Think I think it's by being a Virgo. I don't know if that's the case. I, I blame it on that, but I'm just so organized with my conversations that like yeah. when people start going, otherwise I can do it both. I'm just going to be like, okay, I'm going to hit that point first. Cause that's what you said. Yeah. And then, so which one do you want me to talk about? Whichever first? one you want to talk about first. You, well, can you repeat so, your question? I, I'm just wondering first. And so forth, I'm a Virgo also. <laughs> so what I'm a Leah. I want to know, what do you do? How do you cope? How do you deal with stress? What are your coping mechanisms what do you do for self-care in the counseling world we talk about not just the counseling world but just self-care what do you do so in the past meditation was huge with me i still practice the art of breathing which is not even an art because it's a natural thing to do but breathing can be so beneficial in the middle of stress when you're in your head about something Sometimes just following your in and out breaths can center you right in the moment. Totally. Um, I haven't been, I don't, not really too much of a person who gets stressed very much. You really don't. Good. No, I don't stress. It's good. Yes, it is good. I think it's because I like to, I don't want to sound cliche and say live in the moment because it takes practice. But there's this book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. I know that. I read it. Yeah, I read it. Uh, what am I, 28? So I read it 10 years ago. No, I read it about eight years ago. And it changed my life. And I read it three times. I read his other book called The New Earth and Stillness Speaks. And then from there, I kind of went and set sail on a journey for literature that covered the art of living in the now and just Hinduism and Buddhism. So through reading that, I feel like I've... I've used some of those skills throughout my daily life. Although I don't read this type of literature any longer. Uh, I do keep like, for example, right here next to my bed, the Bhagavad Gita, which is a Hindu Ooh. script Ooh. Uh, is a beautiful book. And I keep a couple things near me so that when I'm feeling low yeah. or feeling down, I read it. But I like that. Back to your question, honestly, coping. I'll just tell you, cause I know Maggie and I, before we, before I had this, I had just broken up with my boyfriend and I was like, I do not want to talk about our relationship, but this was a week and a half ago and I feel so much better to talk about it. And I'll, I'll say that that was not necessarily a stress that I just went through recently. It was just more of a heartbreak and you know, you're, you're feeling so down from that. So instead of my mind taking me where it shouldn't with that situation, I've kind of learned to breathe through it and positive affirmations. I love it. 
I was telling my mom that it was so crazy when I was like crying in the car. There's just like this positive voice. I don't know. I, I don't know what, what it is, but it's like, you're beautiful. You're amazing. You're a wonderful man. And you have so much ahead of you. And I talked to him about the same thing today. It was like, there's something incredible in my path. And this is just, this is my path that I've been on. I opened this door for this relationship and then walked in the door. I walked out, closed it, and I'm back on my journey again. Hmm. So it's just kind of figuring out. It's just by constantly growing and moving forward instead of going backwards and looking back. It's just, that's what I think what, what helps me cope the best is knowing that there's a new moment. There's a new breath. There's a new sun. There's a new hour coming ahead. Yeah. And it's about. I love that. Getting to that point. Yeah. That is like so great for me to even think um, like to close the door on things that are no longer serving you isn't and this, to just move. Isn't this crazy that Max who's in LA now was our friend. Text my phone out. So. It's okay. <laughs> He, his friend he's staying with is really into Eckhart Tolle literature as well. And so Max was talking about the friend, Sam, who Max is staying with in L.A. That came up just three days ago. And Max is there. Wow. You really do. We will let you. We will allow you to hang out with Max when we're not there. Okay. <laughs> but don't change your mind if you're saying now that I can hang out with him. <laughs> Oh, it's killing me. You're like, never mind, I'm changing my mind. Um, also, are you you getting out? Are you, are you like, get, oh, sorry. Whoa, whoa. Are you you going to the beach? Is the beach open? What's the deal now in LA? Like, what's happening? Social distancing world? Are people not doing it anymore? Are they? I'm sick of talking about COVID. Yeah. Maggie's sick of talking about COVID also, and that's okay. Um, So, JC, is there someone you emulate? And it could be in the fashion world. It could be in just the world. Is there someone that you think if I could have coffee or lunch or drinks or just an hour with this person? Maggie. Besides me and Maggie. <laughs> no, but I'm wondering about the fashion world. I'm really intrigued. And I, I, I see that, that you're on a journey. And I, I see it's going to happen for you. And I'm just wondering. You sounded like a psychic there. I do. <laughs> I do. I really feel like it. I was okay. He's something. got it. You, okay, go ahead. You need to like. So <laughs> honestly, it's so weird. I don't have anybody specifically in fashion that I want to sit down with. If I had an hour with somebody that was important to me, and I was just, it's just going to get deep, and it's not going to go anywhere near fashion. That's okay. That's totally allowed. And I think it'd be Florence Welch from Florence and the Machine. Ooh. And huge reason why. Back to spirituality and my walk. And the last eight years have been such a profound walk in my life. Mm-hmm. When, I was, when I was 20 and now 28, it's, it's been a huge difference. And everybody says that. But I can just pinpoint each little line slash in my timeline and tell you what I was feeling and what it was going to then what was next after that. And it's kind of cool to see that. So let's be specific here. Florence, when I was 20, 21, I listened to her album called ceremonials and it got me through depression. And I think depression is such a huge thing to talk about, especially because a lot of my friends see this joyous and happy and like free spirited human, which is myself, but it didn't, it hasn't always been that way. 
you know, and I think she got me through so much with her music and wow. I still think about it to this day because I still listen to it because I know cool. it's mm-hmm. weird that I can't cry and it's weird that I can't feel anything that I did feel when I was listening to that music, but it's just almost like a, it just reminds me of that time that it did happen and I just want to know what she was going through to make her write that yeah. music so that I can figure out the relation because it, it I, I just, I don't know if, if it wasn't for her or that book called The Power of Now, I don't think I would be the man that I am today. I owe it to a lot of people, even my mom, even my friends, Brianna, my be- one of my best friends. She She's taught me how to communicate and learn how to learn other people. And there's just so many people who have been in my life. I think, honestly, I, wanna, I would even go back to the people who are out of my life and see where they're at because hmm, we, yeah. we were in each other's path for a reason. And I want to know how they're doing. So as far as like idols and things like that, I think I don't have too many in the fashion world. I do get inspiration from people though. I couldn't name them because I don't know their names specifically. Mm -hmm. Like I don't follow that many fashion people on Instagram. I just follow my friends. Um, And then I follow a lot of like spiritual things and quotes and stuff. So it's more of probably Florence Welch because she just like, she truly helped me through a time that is so influential to who I am today. Wow. Wow. I'm going to, I want to listen to her music. She's remember I did a dance. My junior year of high school dog days are over. I the do dog. remember the, well, thank I'll you, thank you for, for the sharing dog days are over. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um, I miss your energy. I know. I love, Aww. you just have such good energy. Aww. I like knew, yeah. I know you and I were meant to meet. I know. Don't You're you so so glad. I'm very glad that I met Maggie too because she's she's <laughs> such a free spirit oh, and she's just so lively and <laughs> she goes oh I know <laughs> it's so funny you like hear her laugh and her laugh is so it's, and nobody has Maggie's laugh no. you know and it's one of those it's it's like when you hear her laugh in a room you're just like who is she and why is she laughing like this <laughs> she's why well, I didn't ask to be I didn't ask to laugh this hard but, but well also I, with you it's like exceptionally exceptional laughter but let's be fair here yes I like to be funny with you and together and, and everything but Maggie can do this on her own <laughs> she is self-entertained so totally throw her, if, like if she was ever thrown as, uh, I don't know why she'd be thrown in a small box set with white walls, but let's just say hypothetically. Like a desert, a desert island. I don't sure. want to be on that. Oh, sure. Mm, no. He's talking, don't. Okay, sorry. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I interrupted you. A little box. The point is, is she's, she's funny and she can do this on her own. I know. And she has a blast and a good time, so. I love you. That's why I, I was, I'm so attracted to individuals who are individuals. And then I also have friends who don't have that type of identity. I think I have a lot of friends that are just kind of everywhere, you know, and I appreciate them each for like having a sweet tone or being mindful and careful with people or being like Maggie, who is like crazy, wild and energetic (laughs) and and funny. Oh, and strange. (laughs) (laughs) Um, JC, this is a cute story that I'll tell. Let's hear. Well, okay. is it cute? But the first, whatever, when we were working at Nordstrom together, JC would be like, Maggie, you are just so strange. And I'm like, <laughs> pick a different word because I feel like strange is like a creep in the corner. Like, what do you think? 
like strange does not like I could point out other strange people in the world. I'm not going to currently. <laughs> I'm like, okay, maybe more like funny or weird or you know goofy, what? but like strange is there's no like so unique. You're so unique, Maggie. Like, not unique. Like, no. Okay. Oh my gosh, the way your mom said it too. And you're so how should I put this? Unique. Yeah, that's how JC would put it. And it's like, is there something wrong with me that like No, no and one's... I think the and it's funny because after after like the second time calling you strange, then after that it became like a joke that totally. and I'd be like yeah, I would call her strange, and she'd be like, "Pick a different word." But it's because it's because we both have such so much personality, and yeah. it's just totally. rare for me to find people with such. I even the most soft-spoken friend who you would think wouldn't have a personality has it. I mean, everybody has a personality in a sense, but it's fun when some people are so outward and so unique and fun, and just not afraid to say crazy things and do voices with me and like. Yeah. You know, because that's, that's something I'll just say from experience that, you know, I was really shy when I was a kid. First of all, I don't know. I haven't asked you, Maggie, but I, I want to ask I you this too. next. Okay. Okay. Oh, sorry so to answer. For, no, no. For me, when I was younger, I was very shy. For, uh, elementary, middle, junior, high, high school, very shy up until you know, maybe sophomore year of high school when I started, like, hearing my voice and people, you know, said I was funny. And I think I'm honestly just making up for all the time that I didn't talk now because I just don't shut up nowadays. <laughs> but but the thing is, is I, I, I was still, like, even in the dating world, very insecure with my personality and, like, my humor. And especially in my early 20s, I would see guys in relationships who were calmer or what people call boring, but they're not boring. They're just a little more laid back. And I was like, I wanted to try to be more like that. It sounds like almost like you're having an identity crisis, but I essentially kind of went through that in my early twenties where this sounds nuts. And a person probably, I don't know if they can relate or if it's like a psychological thing, but I would somehow have different personas almost through the dating world because I wasn't sure what would work best and then eventually I just kind of gave it up and I was like I'm going to embrace I think moving to Denver when I was 24 changed that for me because you know 20 years old 21 years old I started becoming depressed and I was just going through a lot four years that was that crisis moment and when I was 24 I moved to Denver and that just was this inner journey with myself that made me realize okay this is me and it's actually kind of exciting and people love it. And I think I'm funny. Like I'll be in the shower and I am dying (laughs) from my humor. I'm blessed. that doesn't happen when I'm like chilling in a doctor's office while it's quiet. Like, and just like die laughing all of a sudden. Cause everyone would be like, he is insane. He (laughs) is strange. That's a strange man. He's like, they're like wrong doctor's office, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Daisy, trying I, to go for a checkup but yeah. you need more than a checkup but I, I would <laughs> so I, I just started <laughs> I I just started becoming more comfortable with that so the point is is when I met Maggie I saw an individual who was similar to me who is funny and and maybe I don't know if she is insecure about her personality because I, I definitely I did have moments I think now being in LA I've, and even being in a relationship I think one thing I got out of it was that I 
love my personality and it actually works really well in the relationship oh. and I yeah I just am who I am I love well, Maggie I mean what you're describing about who you were when you were young that was Maggie Maggie was painfully shy oh. no she was like she would always have Charles her younger brother when they were little like if they had to go to the front office at the school just to pick up whatever a pass or a lunch whatever She's like, Charles, will you go with me? The younger Wait, brother. Really? Yeah. Like, well, you, like you were so shy. Not at all. Well, I yeah. think. I remember Maggie being like, well, I remember, being like that. Yeah. I remember, um, like you said, moving out to Denver was the time that you were like, this is my personality. Like, kind of take it or leave it. That's how I was when I went away to college yeah. at Eckerd in Florida. I think it was like a fresh start. A fresh I start. wasn't in my hometown. I just kind of like was like all right there's new people here I'm gonna be myself and then those and it ended up being like people were you know wanted to be around me and it was like kind of like like I had friends in high school and I obviously am still best friends with my high school best friend Claire but we didn't meet till later in high school so throughout high school I kind of was like always struggling finding like well that's yeah friends and yeah and it's just like adolescence so I'm grateful now that like, I think my younger self would be proud of where I am oh, now. You're and I feel self. that yours would be, too. Yeah. And I hope, Absolutely. And I think you and I are on that same, like, mentality where it's like we only are hoping to grow as people. And oh. Look back and, and eventually, you know, like, see, like, oh, wow, like, I'm very proud of you should be proud. who I've become. Yeah. One of, one of the things I do when I'm in the shower or just when I sit down, I love doing visual meditations. And sometimes I imagine the person who I want to be and achieve just... I'll strip down some of the flaws that I feel are in my way to becoming that. And I'll Mm -hmm. see him and imagine him and I'll even have a convert. Like I'll just, I can see him and I'm like, I know he's there and I'm walking my way towards him. And I can say that when I was a kid, I did visualize something similar to who I am today, but I feel like the outcome was even greater because it's so hard to put my finger on it. It's because there's like so much, I know you guys are saying like, I have such a good energy and all this light, but genuinely like in my heart, I feel so happy and so positive and so grateful. There's just so many times where like I sit and I pinch myself and I see a bird fly and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm alive still. Like I'm totally, I have eyes and I have skin. I I have, I have a friend who texted me and said, how are you doing? Like even that one text is, yeah. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. Well, gratitude know. will take you so far in life too. Like, yeah, and you are—you seem really happy, JC, and that's really great. To you can feel your happiness. Yeah. Well, this, I think in it's, this conversation—it's inspiring that, like, regardless of what you go through, like, you're, yeah. as you said, a recent breakup, you're just choosing to like only continue your journey. Yeah. Which I think some people in a breakup, and I'm sure there's listeners right now that are probably going through a breakup or will, unfortunately, and yeah. it's like. It is, you do have to allow yourself to like process emotions, but at the end of the day, you have to realize like, this is my journey. That person was meant to be in my life for a reason and now they're not. So you just continue on. And as you said, close that door and just keep walking. And let me finish. Let me add something one more to that conversation. I'll make it quick. I agree with that. And I also think it's very important to accept your emotions the moment they come Mm -hmm. and not suppress them and hold them back. Because if I want to cry, I'm going to cry. If I'm going to feel sad about something, I'm going to allow myself, I'm going to give myself an option and a timeline. The next hour, JC, you're going to get up and go. 
I came here and I immediately started redecorating my room within mm-hmm. three days. I spent like 500 bucks. It's the best $500 I've spent in a while. And I was like, I'm going to make this room look good. I'm going to get comfortable. I'm working on my fashion stuff. And I'm just, every day is a new day with it. So, you know, if I feel down or if I get a memory, I accept it. It's all part of the learning lesson. And then, on to the next, you know? Gosh. How else am I going to continue? Yep. You're great. We need to have you as our, like, this is a mom and daughter podcast plus JC. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, like, let's just add you into the actually, graphic, no, too. JC, this past week, I've been doing a lot of Zoom meetings at conferences, and sometimes... That's why she wanted your style. I know. And there are sometimes, like, 60 to 80 participants. So picture that on your computer screen, like, you know, the Brady Bunch, but times, like, 10. I, I want to send you the Zoom link to the next time I have a big conference because I want you to pop in and, and like be, pretend you're one of the counselors. <laughs> I thought you were going to say pop in and give his like fashion no, advice. No, no, pop in and just like be a participant and just like, I my thoughts on this. Well, he's just so wise <laughs> is what she's what saying. topic so I know how to like, what am I going to talk about? Uh, I'll just give <laughs> you interested. a... You never know. It no. doesn't matter. Just like, just unmute and just start talking. It doesn't, doesn't matter. I just feel like I know that you're a counselor, so I, I guess I would just start off with like, you know, I'm gonna roll off of that. Linda, Bobby, this is kid in second grade. He keeps biting me and punching me, and he says he can see my my dead grandma, and I'm freaking, <laughs> I'm freaking out, and I think I'm starting to think I'm seeing her too. So what do I do, y'all? <laughs> can you imagine? I'm like kind of confused. <laughs> All right, well, we'll talk before the next one, but I definitely want you to join in because JC just got a new job. I know it's um, yeah, lots of we do lots of different topics, and it's actually about um, it's really great. But you know, sometimes those Zoom things when you have just the black screen and the person's name and you can't see their face, and you just see hear their voice. I need to see your face, JC. I need to have you join in. Just so She's basically like, just oh, saying they need their your energy. I need you to see. Yeah. He, um, yeah. No, but this virtual world, like we are adapting, and ooh, that's thunder. Thunder. Um, feel the thunder. And it's, <laughs> it makes me feel really good about humankind that we are adapting. And we're, you know, we just, we're not going to just cry and curl up into a ball and say, uh, sometimes, not sure what's going to happen. We're just like, all right, let's get going. You know, schools are trying to figure yeah. out how to do schools. Yeah. Fashion, I'm, you know, the online industry, they, we're, this is how we're doing it. You yeah. know, fitness, yoga classes online, whatever it is. Telehealth, you know, we're just adapting. Podcasting. Podcasting. Um, um, what else? There was, what else were we going to say? I don't know. Else. I like think this, we've had some great, great content, some I great see, conversation. Is that your, I wish I could teleport there now. Oh, and have oh, a I feel like we are there. Okay, good night. Wouldn't it be wonderful? Uh, to wish, teleport? And, well, the last time I went to Denver, I had to keep working and, and all this stuff. So Maggie and I didn't really get a moment to, like, Well, also, I was working that I whole know. weekend, and you stayed in my room. I did. <laughs> I, I hope you've yeah. been well, though, JC. You haven't been sick. I mean, anything. yeah. It's, it's, it, this is the outcome of the past, like, sad six days that I've been going through. It's just been such hell. And I've just learned to just accept what what's coming to me because it's, like, it's an experience and I'm going to look back and be like, I'm glad it happened. I thought he was my best friend and he cheated on me and you just got to like keep going. And I mean, it's, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. And well, I think it's like, 
it's hard. I think it's breakups, hard. it's like a form of loss because you are losing not only your significant other, but your best friend. And I never knew because, like, honestly, I've never, I don't experience death very much. And a lot of my friends, we've been friends for years. So I don't lose very many friends. And this relationship's been my first in, you know, 10 years. And you guys, like I explained to you in this podcast, know why that the past eight years has been me working on myself. Yeah. And although the first four was unintentional, I think the four after that were more like, okay, you know what? I need to figure out what I like, who I am. Uh, just being comfortable with being alone. That's why I think like, okay, if I'm alone again now, it's essentially as far as like not in a relationship goes. Yeah. I'm fine with that. You yeah. know, I you have to be happy I, with it. You have to be happy in your own skin, right? You take well, now so you just have to accept reality. You know, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't take it back. I'm also not going to go back to him. So it's just more of like accepting that. Yeah. And what's yeah. going to happen next? Now, I know. You know, and we do learn about ourselves in friendships, relationships when things don't go well. One thing, one thing that's interesting about moving here and just about friendships and closing the door and opening them and stuff like that. You know, when I first moved here, Brianna and I were not seeing eye to eye and it was really hard on our relationship because we got along so well before but it's been like three years since since you know we actually were near near each other all the time so then we moved in together which has never happened and it's just a different time when you do that she's a different person I'm a different person it's just adjusting and we were really butting heads and I'm sure she felt this way. I definitely was more concerned about our relationship and if it was actually going to be okay. And then we had one really big fight, just like, because uh, she's really hard-headed and she's very open and she can she's into screaming and she can have an argument. And I'm not really like that, but I never got pushed to that point where I need to scream and like yell. But I was like, you know what? She's opening that door. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to skate in. I'm ready to go. So I definitely, I I was like, I was really assertive and I was pretty proving my point. And after that, we had one little small one and it just became more of an appreciation for each other and adjusting to like what works for each other. Like what makes her happy? I focus on and I make sure that she's happy and she focuses on what makes me happy. And it's a relationship. It's so weird, but it's a relationship. Yeah. It's about making sure that the other one's okay. That that right there is a friendship. Yeah, totally. No, Aww. it's like, yeah, friendships and relationships. And, it's not easy, and, and being honest. Yeah, and, and even when it hurts or it's tough, Honesty you know, like the best you know, policy, babe. like Maureen, you really don't look good in that jacket. <laughs> Mom, I think you need to spruce up your Zoom look. <laughs> no, but oh that. Um, but I was going to ask. Wait, did you have something else to say? No. I'm well, no, she's but, looking but up it's for about friendship, but we're just about friendships. It's just so, it's just interesting how things evolve. Yeah. And so back to what you were saying about how you haven't talked to your friend from college in a yeah. while. Um, or you, you have. I, I, I did. There was like almost 20 years went by when we weren't even, and then all of a sudden now it's like, oh my God, you know, he really, like, like things we pick really up where they left off kind of. together again, just like we used to. You know? Yeah, and if it's if it's meant to be in your life, it's gonna happen yeah. and if you allow it. Though, if you hang on to things that are yeah. not supposed to be there, whether and, you believe in God or the universe or divinity or whatever you may believe in, right. they're gonna make sure that you're on that track, and right. you're just like able to get off of it. And it's really healthy to set boundaries because some people are toxic or don't give you the positive energy that you deserve, and it's okay. It's healthy to 
to shut the, you know, I talked to Maggie yeah, about the, um, a visual of the bell jar, the glass that, like a, a little jar. And, um, you know, you can, when things are stressful, you can just have an imaginary glass jar kind of go over you as a shield. So you can kind of oh. see what's happening. But you don't have to absorb that energy. Yeah. So say like you, you recognize it, you recognize but you don't it, take see, it. But in. you don't have to absorb it because I know Maggie's I very sensitive and absorbs everyone's energy, Literally. which makes you beautiful. But sometimes it's just exhausting, or you don't you don't want that. You don't need yeah. or you don't need that negative energy. You can be aware of it. it doesn't mean you're closing your eyes to it, but you're not accepting it. And then when yeah. you want that energy, you lift the jar over your head, and you let that I positive want that energy. energy. You let that positive energy come yeah. in. And so it's like people don't see it, but you don't. You can. You don't have to absorb it. You know. So that's healthy. Those are healthy totally. boundaries. That's what I, I think. That's what happened with this relationship too. Is I had to realize that it was not doing good for me to like keep it afloat, especially totally. with just the situation of cheating and there was a lot of lying and, and, yeah, and other things that were involved that. Was it good for to being around me? And I've forgiven this person. And I, if I see them out, I will say hi, and I will always be respectful of them. But at the same time, I I'm need to focus on me now because in our relationship, I focus on him and on me. Now it's time for me. I'm single, so it's JC. It's singular. It's not. It's not a relationship anymore. So it's about making sure that you're good. And if that doesn't work for me, I have the choice then to cut it out. I will with no harm, no anger, no nothing, just a conscious decision to say, this is not suiting me. So then therefore, just cut it out. Totally. Love it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, You're so wise. Us. What? I said love that about us. Love that about us. I was going to ask a little question to kind of end it. We, well, I'm not trying to. I'm just like I could literally chat with JC for hours, but I know you. If y'all want to, if y'all want, if y'all want to go, then why did y'all even call me? Like, if y'all want to hang out with me, you know, maybe, maybe just leave JC. I'm staying. I didn't say that. She's like, we have four more hours. You understand me? Like, what did you go to bed or something? That's like Joe Rogan. His podcast will like literally like drink with people. He'll like smoke oh. weed and like just literally like have four hour interviews. Oh but he's God. also about to get get paid a hundred million a year on Spotify for his podcast. Wow. Um, my last question to kind of end it up and this can last as long as you want, but like, what is an accomplishment in your life that you are most proud of? And you can be a little cocky. (laughs) Like it's okay to, you know, I just, I don't know. I love me. I just, (laughs) I love you too. I love love that you love you. I love my style. I love, (sighs) My yeah. laugh, I love, I love my friendships and the fact that like I look back at them and I'm like, man, I really have worked on this. It's also a two way street. They've worked on it as well to give credit to them too. Um, but I'm just like, you know, when people give me that feedback, like you guys are saying about my energy and stuff, I don't, I'm not really at maybe as aware of it. Like I don't walk through a situation or like engage in somebody and be like, I'm going to bring them my energy. But, <laughs> but in, in my mind, it's really great that they feel that way or it translates that way because I definitely feel something good and I am so happy to talk to people and I just like love talking a lot. And just I'm back, I, the fact that I'm so comfortable with that now and I've adjusted in my skin, I think the biggest accomplishment is just 
even let's just see, let's talk about even being out of a relationship. I'm happy. Like, okay, day seven's looking pimping. Like I'm doing good. Like <laughs> I love me. Good for you. <laughs> JC, right? yeah, that's an amazing, I love that. It's a caption. Literally. I don't even think 30% of the population could say they love it. 30%, 31, <laughs> 32. I'm just saying like, that's, that's very no, but, rare. And I, I feel similar. Like I'm content with who I am and yeah, who I'm becoming, look, but it I, does make life a bit easier when you're oh, happy in your own easier. skin. I mean, it is something that you say you have to love yourself, but I love it that you love you. And I love, love you. I love that. Thank you. And you know, it's also very important that you just accept and love what you have right now. Because I always tell this to people, part of my affirmations and part of my gratitude conversations with myself is say specific things that I'm grateful for, like the air in my lungs, my heartbeat, my yeah. health, my, my two legs, because you never know. And it's not to make this sad, but just when you get in a car wreck one day and you break off a piece of your arm or two arms, you still have two legs to be thankful for. Yeah. You still breathe it. You still have this life ahead of you, whatever it may be. Yeah. And I'm just happy that I, I have a lot of stuff to be grateful for. Yeah, totally. And we that's all quite do. an accomplishment, honestly. Yeah, we all do. Roof over our head. You know, we have food. We have family and friends, our health. You know, we have, we're really fortunate. We have our yeah. freedoms in our country, honestly. We have the freedom to, you know, there's been a lot of, uh, as you know, political unrest and protesting. and But we have that freedom of expression as yeah. well. When we don't yeah. like what... Totally. And something bad is happening. We have the freedom to express yeah. it. Like there's other countries out there that I'm, literally don't. Yeah. I'm learning right now too, like, because it's something that I've never been involved with, like as far as charity or movements or taking action into something that I want to be a part of. It's just so easy to say what you believe in personally. But what I'm learning in 2020 is that it's about sharing that knowledge with others to help educate others. Yeah. To, to emulate, to, not emulate that, but like just to be that as well. Mm-hmm. And so it's one thing to be grateful for what we have, but like how next are we going to use it to create good? I, I don't know that yet. That's something that yeah. I, I'm excited to learn maybe 10 years down the line, look back and be like, I didn't know, but I figured it out. Yeah. yeah. I think 2020, we're all going to be looking back and I think it has been a reset for so many of us in so many ways. Um, I'm visualizing for you, JC, that you go see Florence Welch in concert. Does oh. <laughs> she still do Paris the Psychic? And I also want to know you had a really styling shirt jacket. I want to know if there was there's anything else in your closet that I'd love to see, like your favorite thing. What's you your know, favorite? Maureen, Maureen, you are so unique <laughs> strange you are so yeah imagine calling her strange she'd be like i would love that that'd be a comedy I well no i want to see like is oh. there a favorite you know. give us a closet tour what's your favorite oh my like my favorite you comfortable favorite. like that you just love and you feel good you can't pick one i know uh, oh my god well, here's the thing is i bought i got a bunch of new stuff which is constantly on rotation like i i there's always a new package not always but about every week or every other week because that's always oh there's always new packages of (laughs) it's it's I know it sounds unhealthy but it's like very healthy for me (laughs) also it's like the industry like I love clothes too and it's like and keep in mind too I mean I didn't grow up having much money until you know later on so I couldn't I couldn't afford those things so 
even the beginning of my fashion career, I was like, how am I going to get a pair of Valentino shoes or Gucci? That's amazing, but I have to wear the knockoff, and that's okay, too. I think one thing I always want to say, too, because a lot of people still don't know me out there, is that, yes, there's a disagreeable tone to knockoffs and everything, but then there's also a market with people who can't afford it, and I've been there. And so nowadays... I can afford it in the sale part. I mean, some of the things I buy is full price. So some of the pieces are from some of my favorite designers. Like, unfortunately, Cease Marshall, one of my favorite designers, just closed because of COVID-19. And he was only alive for five years. But oh, wow. I, got a, I got a full set from his collection. And wow. it's something that I'm proud of because I've been able to afford this. And guys, you know how we're, like I told you, I visualize that person that I want to be. Yeah. I visualize being able to afford that and wearing something really cool that I feel great in that is a piece. And, and that's where I'm at today. So that right there is an accomplishment. Now the next step is to go to fashion week. And then the next step is to build a family and get married and all those things that I dream of. But I'm already at the step that I never accomplished before, which is affording an outfit. I know. That's so great. If I died tomorrow, I'd be like, well, I got to afford so much. I got a lot of love from people. I got to love people. There's a lot to be, yeah. again, going back to gratitude. But you just asked me something simple, like what's my favorite thing in my closet? And I just went on the whole rant. That's okay. Um, <laughs> That's why we love you. But the C Smart Sean outfit, let me show it to you. Give me one second. Yeah. Oh, good. Oh. Oh, man. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna just put it on. Um, I have a mirror. All my walls are mirrored, which is really cool. Okay. In my house. So wait, that's yes. very cool. Does it get kind of uh, creepy though? Oh, wait, I can't walls. flip. I can't flip my screen, but like it's. it's oh, we like, can see love. Oh, mirror. what if we can see here? Can you see? Yes. Have you uh, done an Insta photo in this? No, 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 no. A lot of my clothes, I don't really take photos. And I you should do one for our podcast in this I outfit. I want to see that's yeah. length. So do you wear it? It's I like love a jacket. That. It's like a it's, coat. Well, kind of so, Maureen, let me tell you something. A lot of shirts are worn open. So yeah. it's not considered a jacket. It's just a shirt worn open. Okay. Because I know you referenced earlier. Yeah, I, I think you referenced earlier a sh- my jacket that I had. <laughs> my shirt jacket. And it's so cute. I never it's, said that. I would never say No, but you said you said my shirt was a jacket. So it's it's it's, it's a just jacket. a shirt that's just open. Yeah. Um, I like okay. So, so yeah, I'm wearing it's like a little oh, oversized. Yeah. But I got it on sale from I won't even tell you guys. I got it on sale and it rocks and I'm so happy. But I got a bunch of other really cool pieces in my closet that I just got. And so I don't know, it's just taking pride in what you can get now because Tomorrow, if I can't afford it, then you just adjust with the time and yeah, you I'm, do what you got to do. I'm so glad you bought that. Those two pieces. Thank you. Yeah, it makes you feel good. I know. Love it. Take a little Thanks. IG in it, will you? Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. Um, well, love you. I know. JC, thanks for being on our podcast. Yeah, you're like, I've wanted to have you on for so long. I thought I we would go out to L.A., but... COVID-19 is kind of... But I think, you know... But virtual, I mean, this works, you know? It's okay. I would rather be hanging out with JC in person, but... Totally. But it's also, I feel like for guests, they're in their own setting. It's more comfortable. Yeah. Thanks for having me, guys. You guys are so fun to talk to. I love you guys both individually for my... their own reasons. Maureen, your laugh and your spirit. (laughs) And then Maggie, because you're kind of... Different. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> Different. No, I, I, I love that. Maggie. Maggie is so individual. I know. And he's such a unique individual and funny and he's goofy. Strange. But I don't know if that's a bad thing, but, like, I love it. <laughs> no. I'll take goofy over strange 
any day of the week. Okay. Well, I love you guys. Thanks for having me on. Seriously, I yeah. really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for being on. And we'll love you too, Love Jay-Z. you. Enjoy the rest of your night. Bye.